Welcome you to Living Life. Today we're going to be focusing in on the fact that priests were held accountable and really they're to follow God's instructions. And of course, we're all to follow God's instructions. And in fact, instructions are good for us in other areas to follow. I know that because I, I think of when I made a batch of chocolate chip cookies. I mean, in my family, I am known for making really good cookies. And I had a little bit of pride well up inside me, and I decided that I don't even need to have the recipe in front of me because I know what I'm doing. And I got a little careless because when the first cookies came out of the oven, they were kind of flat. And then when I took my first bite, it tasted awful. And then I realized, instead of using one teaspoon of salt, I put three quarters of a cup of salt into the recipe, like I was to do three quarters cup of brown sugar. Well, things did not go well with that batch, and it had devastating effects, we might say. But even more so as we turn to today's passage in Leviticus 10, we're going to see that Aaron's two oldest sons, they didn't follow God's instructions and there was real devastating effects. And so we're going to hear about that now as the scripture is read to us. Leviticus chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abahu, took their censers, put fire in them, and added incense. And they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Moses then said to Aaron, this is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me, I will be proved holy. In the sight of all the people, I will be honored. Aaron remained silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Elsaphon, sons of Aaron's uncle Uziel, and said to them, Come here, carry your cousins outside the camp, away from the front of the sanctuary. So they came and carried them still in their tunics outside the camp as Moses ordered. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Do not let your hair become unkempt, and do not tear your clothes, or you will die, and the Lord will be angry with the whole community. But your relatives, all the Israelites, may mourn for those the Lord has destroyed by fire. Do not leave the entrance to the tent of meeting, or you will die. 
because the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they did as Moses said. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting, or you will die. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come, so that you can distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean, and so you can teach the Israelites all the decrees the Lord has given them through Moses. So as we consider this idea of priests being held accountable here in our Living Life devotion, looking at Leviticus chapter 10, right away in verse 1, we see this with Aaron's two oldest sons, it's, we're told, took their censers, put fire in them, and added incense, and they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his commands. I mean, they used this disapproved fire, and it was met with divine fire. We see that in the very next text, the very next verse, showing us the result of this carelessness. It says in verse 2, So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. So clearly here we see that the wages of sin is death. I mean, God is holy, and he wants us to approach him on his terms and to have careful obedience. I mean, especially for the priests here at this time, it was so important. I think of like electricity at this point, where electricity is powerful and it's a good thing, but we're to handle it accurately and with great care. And if we don't, then of course we might get a shock. But if the electricity is very powerful at that point, then it can have even more devastating results. In fact, people can die because of electricity. But electricity is a good thing. I mean, it's useful. Like, for example, you're probably using some form of electricity right now to watch or listen to this living life devotion. And that's using electricity in a good way. Well, when it comes to God's holiness, we're to approach him in a good and right way because he is a holy God. He makes that very clear throughout scripture and even in our text today. Because in verse, in verse three, he says, I will be proved holy. In the sight of all the people, I will be honored. Aaron remained silent. Well, yes, he remained silent. I mean, he just saw the holiness of God, and he saw how his two oldest sons were careless, and they used unauthorized fire to use in their incense and with their priestly duties. And through that, and because of that, they were killed by fire. 
Well, when I think of what is mentioned in this passage, it reminds me of what God says elsewhere in Psalm 46, verse 10. For he says, be still and know that I am God. I mean, that's what Aaron is doing right now. He's remaining silent. He's being still and knowing that God is God. He's the one who sets the rules. He's the one who is in control. He's the one that we are to follow. And so here also in verse 40, in Psalm 46, verse 10, God goes on to say, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And that's exactly what he is saying here in Leviticus 10, verse 3, when he said, I will be proved holy in the sight of all the people. I will be honored. Well, as we consider this un, uh, the unauthorized fire that was used and the priests being careless in their duties, I actually want to ponder the question of, was alcohol a part of that carelessness? And you might ask, well, why would you bring that subject up? And that's because just a few verses later in our text, in verse 8, says, Then the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting, or you will die. Yes, I mean, how important is it that priests or pastors that they would go into the pulpit and do their priestly or pastorly duties being under the influence of the Holy Spirit, not under alcohol. And I just want to encourage you to really listen to that New Testament teaching where we're told, do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but rather be filled with the Holy Spirit. So whether you're a pastor, whether you're one, just a laity at the church and doing God's will and living life, glorifying God, I just want to encourage you to make sure that you are living a life consistently with a careful obedience and do so to God's glory and your joy. As we close today, this Living Life devotion, I want to go back to that idea that is here in our text about needing to make sure that we are not under the influence of alcohol, especially when we're doing holy pastoral duties. You know, the scripture that I quoted says, do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation. And I didn't know what dissipation meant, so I looked it up in the dictionary. But the definition is, uh, dissipation is the act of dissipating. Well, that didn't help me very much, so I had to look up dissipating. 
and it means wasteful living. And you know, that can be something that we really need to make sure we are in control of because we don't want to be wasting our life under the influence of anything other than the Holy Spirit. That's why the scripture says, don't get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but rather be filled with the Spirit. Let me pray for you at this time. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that you are a holy God. But Father, we also know that that means that we are to approach you on your terms and to have a careful obedience. Lord, I pray on behalf of your people that you will help us in that endeavor. And I ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Sing in closer, CGM.